This is the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 105, The Utility of Anger. It is quite util. That's not a word. Useful. <laughs> util. <laughs> I, I knew that wasn't a word. It was a total joke. Yes, glad that you gave it this title because it, when you said before we started recording, I think I'm going to call it this utility of anger. I thought that's exactly how I've been thinking about it because generally I think if you talk about anger, people are going to say that's a bad, you shouldn't be angry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was mm-hmm. a big part of my notes for the show today mm-hmm. was to really uh, bring attention to this idea that many of us, maybe not intentionally, but somehow we're raised that anger is bad. Mm-hmm. Or anger, like it wasn't allowed, maybe. Like, hey, you need to just settle down. Like, instead of actually allowing a full range of emotions, we kind of felt as if anger was bad. And when I'm angry, I'm not lovable or it's not accepted. And so many, many of us, I feel, don't allow ourselves to feel angry or we deny the anger. And it's really damaging to our spirit because when we don't allow a full range of emotions, we also end up blocking ourselves from the other side, the other vibrations mm-hmm. of emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that the first note that I really wanted to just discuss is that it's not bad to be angry. <laughs> it's, not ba- it's, not, it's not bad to be angry. Anger is not bad. <laughs> so I have two relationships with anger. Um, I understand what you're saying about maybe being raised or just generally it wasn't a good idea to be angry you're not supposed to be angry but also i have this other side of it that i don't want to be angry because i don't want to regret saying something that i shouldn't have said or maybe not i shouldn't have said that later i'll feel bad that i said okay this is a good distinction the difference between being angry and being nasty yeah right like to be angry is i am upset by this Mm. i feel anger in my body there is a tightness in my chest there's a heat in my cheeks there's a frustration lingering in my heart that's different than saying the most hurtful thing you can say to someone Mm. that's spite or revenge or just overall nastiness so i think that's a really healthy distinction if you oh it's not safe for me to be angry because i say things i don't mean or that i will regret that's not what anger is that you can't undo. Yes. But that's not what anger is. Anger Uh is simply a vibration, an emotion in your body. And if you don't allow yourself to have that, then I truly do believe that we'll slip below anger and we will seep into depression or anxiety or apathy. And um, because simply, like I said, it's not good or bad, but it is a vibration. So Mm -hmm. um, there, there are different levels of emotion and if you don't allow yourself to feel that anger, you're numbing or blocking a natural flow of energy. And by blocking that ability to feel anger, you slip below it. So I think I first saw this in Dr. Joe's book. Dr. Joe Dispenza. One of his books. I don't remember which one. And I've seen it in other places since then, but someone at some point in time has kind of mapped out the vibrations of different emotions. Mm -hmm. And it's always intrigued me like, well, how do they know that this frequency is this, 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 and this? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a good explanation that I don't know, but (laughs) I did find a graph and it kind of breaks it up in um, thirds. 
And what I thought was really interesting is the bottom, maybe the lowest vibration is shame. Then it's powerless. Then it's helpless. Sadness, fear, guilt, and the top is anger. Okay. The top tier of the lowest rank. Third. Yeah, the lowest <laughs> third, if that makes sense. So anger is a higher vibration than any of those other than things of you those mentioned. Things mentioned. Right. Okay. Good. But what I found so interesting is that anger is on that cusp of the next tier or the next third, which is working your way up to a higher vibration. Beautiful. Keep so, going. What else is on there, Tim? Um, zoom in. Surprise. Glee. Neutral. Self-esteem. Power. Satisfaction. Hmm. So that's the next chunk. Chunk. And then? Love. Appreciation. Compassion. Joy. Serenity. Bliss. Bliss. <laughs> is bliss at the top? Mm. Enlightenment, something I thought you said. Are there so different charts? There's definitely different charts. <laughs> this is a chart I pulled up for I saw for a different talk. chart. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, to me, the, the most powerful thing is that anger is on that edge. So if you're angry, so if you felt bad before and now you're angry, that's a good sign. Yeah. Because you are ready for a breakthrough. You're ready to move to the next level. Well, and that was one other piece of advice I had is that if you're lower than anger, if mm. you're feeling shame or hopelessness, guilt, guilt uh, depression, can you dig a little deeper and think about what makes you really freaking mad? Mm-hmm. What makes you angry? Because that is moving out of that lower level of hopelessness. And instead of looking at what's wrong, take a look about what makes you mad about what's wrong Mm -hmm. because it is a healthy transition into what you were going to do about it. Yeah. It's the classic example of momentum. Yeah. It's the way to move yourself or propel yourself out of that funk as I call it. Yeah. And then I like to look at this question, which is what does healthy anger look like? Because so often we are somewhat trained to think of anger as bad and we're here to undo that. And we're here to challenge you a bit to say, what does healthy anger look like? Because if you're looking to use anger as a catapult out of the even lower vibrations, such as depression or guilt or shame, we don't want to just get stuck on anger. (laughs) We're not here to say, let's get mad. And let's stay mad. Instead, we're here to say we can use anger as a tool to move us out of that. And what does healthy anger look like? Do you have something that comes to mind for you? Well, what was coming to mind for me was a lot of times when I'm angry, I'll feel shame because I shouldn't be angry. Like, what am I doing? I know better than this, which is a lower vibration, which is pulling me back down. And you're resisting what is as well, which is a double whammy. So as you were explaining that, I was thinking... Next time I'm angry, I should just be okay with it and just yes. be angry for a while and allow that, allow it to happen, let it go, and then work my way back up. Yeah, you're a little bit of an angry denier. Angry denier. I'll say, hey, you seem upset. I'm not upset. But we both do. Everyone yeah. does that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes that's just a useful way to say, I'm not ready to talk about this. Um, a more useful way is to say, I'm not ready to talk about this. <laughs> it's more clear. But... It's more clear than, I'm not upset. <laughs> um. It sounds like you speak fluent Tim. I do. I'm going on 20 years here. So for me, what does healthy anger look like? It looks like sometimes maybe screaming into a pillow, a full verbal expression. It looks like um, journaling everything that I want to get out Mm -hmm. in a healthy, safe way. 
all the things I'm thinking, all the things I want to say, want to do. I'm creating a safe container on the page of for my emotion to be expressed. Uh, Another example, um, which was given to me from Nellie over at Nellie Be Well on social media. She's a German new medicine practitioner. She gave this example and it was really cool and powerful. She said, grab a stuffed animal. She actually called it a teddy, which was funny because... She's from Australia. Yeah. Grab a teddy and tell it everything you would want to say to the person you're angry at. To fully allow yourself that expression, knowing that you don't want to be hurtful to that actual person, but that you have these pent up emotions. So the healthy act of expressing your emotions and getting them out, because I think what I'm really learning and what I'm trying to say today is that the repression of our emotion creates dis-ease in our body. Mm-hmm. And if you're not allowing yourself to feel angry, it blocks the flow of life and it blocks you from progressing to the next level and just shutting off that emotion won't work. We are not designed to experience joy, but not anger. They come together and um, being willing to see that and not resisting it. So screaming into a pillow, maybe even punching a pillow, talking to a teddy, writing it down. And one other tip she gave me actually was to angry dance. So it's energy trapped in your body is um, a block. And so instead of allowing the block to stay, you release it through wild, angry dancing. And I've played around with some of these and I find them to be very, very useful. Um, So a couple of exercises for healthy anger, because as you pointed out in the beginning, it's that nasty anger that is actually hurtful towards someone that we're not approving. Well, and of. you kind of clarify that that's not actually anger. That's something else. I mean, it's yeah. Revenge or, or other acts that come from that. Right. So I, for me to answer the question you asked me before, I kind of skated it. <laughs> I think that, um, being clear what angry is for me is healthy and kind of that distinction of what actual, what actually is anger and then allowing, allowing it to be. Yeah. And knowing that where I, was before and where I am now, this is progression. This is actually a good thing. It's kind of like the stages of grief or whatever. You're, I'm on the last stage. And I'm ready to move on. So it's actually a good thing I'm angry because I'm ready to move on to something else. Move on. Move through it and then mm-hmm. on past it. All right. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor and then we'll get back to the show because I have another really strong point about anger and being upset. This week's show is brought to you by all four of our mood probiotics. So we have two mood excuse me, two probiotic and prebiotic and two probiotic only. We did that because even though prebiotics are amazing and help to feed that good bacteria in your gut, if you are sensitive to prebiotics or otherwise have some serious gut issues, excuse me, that was my notes, um, putting prebiotics into your system can sometimes be a bit much. And so we do have a variety of mood probiotics that are all designed to help with standard mood issues, low mood anxiety, depression, um, and what makes them different is not, uh, necessarily if you are anxious or depressed because it all, they all target to balance our neurotransmitters from a natural standpoint. So it's not about that. It's more about, uh, what your gut is already like and what kind of support you need. So you can find those over on our shop linked below back to the show. No, not back to the show. 
well, back to the show, I guess. But I was just thinking about as you were describing that. Um, we've listened to so much talk about the microbiome, the gut-brain connection, like all the stuff we've been talking about for years. And from my perspective, it's just been um, a, just from experience. I'm taking the product and then seeing how I feel. Mm-hmm. But it's been so interesting hearing so many people talk about what your microbiome is and the commu- the the how your cells talk to each other and how all that works. So mm-hmm. if you're kind of interested, you should just research microbiome. Yeah, uh, gut-brain connection. Yeah. So many people want to know exactly which one to start with. Uh-huh. And there are actual uh, lab tests that you can get that show which bacteria your body's lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I typically say, though, for the price of all four of our mood probiotics, that you are putting all that, like you can test it and see. Like I personally yeah. prefer that method. I prefer to be your own advocate. So try it yourself yeah or just, even be your own advocate if you're the type of person know thyself if you're yeah. the type of person who wants the lab test to see what you need do it do that mm-hmm. if you're the type of person who hates going to doctors and labs and prefers to leave them out of it and to do a little bit of your own legwork then you can start with one and try it mm-hmm. the great thing about our products is that we do stand behind them so if you try one and don't love it uh we'll typically start with saying hey did you maybe do too much too fast yeah slow down the dose a bit because that's our number one issue and so many people come back to us and say i'm so glad i listened to you and went slower because when I went down to a quarter of a capsule or half, I felt so good. Slowly worked my way up to a full capsule. Glad I listened. So uh, that's our first piece of advice. But for some people, they do just want to try a different formula and we do stand behind our products in that way. So we will send you a replacement. Okay, but now really back to the show because I really like this point. I have a theory that you and I, you're a man and I'm a woman. That's my theory. Okay, that's a great theory. And for you, like, it's more okay to be angry, but not as okay to be upset or emotionally disturbed because Mm. the conditioning in our society says that that's not okay. Now, we're overcoming these societal stories, and we're moving past them. Uh, But it takes time. And so the reverse is true, that it's okay for me to be upset, but not for me to be angry. It's unsightly for you to be, for a lady such as thyself, to be so unruly and angry. And so I think it's interesting to kind of explore that dynamic of, back to the question, which emotions were um, dismissed or uh, disregarded or discouraged when you were a child? Maybe make a quick list. It was not okay for me to be blank. Now, I'm not blaming our parents. Our parents only raise us with the context of what their parents did. And that comes from their own wounds and their own stories of not enoughness and trying to get their children to behave and trying to control the outcome of that behavior. So I'm not trying to say they did anything wrong. It was all in a context of a cultural societal story. But if you're looking to expand your capacity for enjoyment in this life, I think that means taking a look at those lower vibration emotions that we all experience, anger, frustration, disappointment, guilt, shame, etc. And the comment about the parents I was thinking about recently, um, we have been doing some renovations in the home. We've had different people in our home for extended periods of time and our kids were doing something and I wanted them to stop doing it not because of what they were doing. I didn't, I mean, it's not, I guess it's subconsciously. I didn't want them doing it because I didn't want the workers to think they were bad kids. And it's just a strange uh, way to look at it because 
it doesn't really matter a what they think of our kids and secondly they weren't doing anything wrong but i was worried about what they might think right and you're talking about parents and it's not their fault it's not their fault but that's most likely what my parents were doing what your parents were doing was they didn't want someone what most parents were doing yeah. like if you were i remember steve chandler talking about it if you were really good in the store your parent was like good job uh-huh. now what they mean by good was completely quiet non-expressive <laughs> of your personality not expressive of your uh-huh. desires you didn't non- make me uncomfortable yeah as a parent yeah. yeah like uh-huh. he he's the first one that shined shown that flashlight of awareness for me mm-hmm. of like good is quiet basically yep. like ugh. I don't want to continue that narrative or story. Now, there's definitely times where, like, in order to get something done, their compliance is very greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. But I also try to create containers of space where their unruliness and their wildness is allowed to come out as well. Um, Because of that, that same exact idea. So I guess my point was, if you feel like your parents did something, just know it's about them, not about you. Right. That's the point is. Yeah. And now, if you're a parent... Uh, or even just reparenting yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a big kind of thing going on in the personal growth community is that you are now in charge of parenting yourself or reparenting yourself if there's mm-hmm. things that you've found are no longer useful. Reparenting yourself might allow might mean allowing yourself to make a list of what does healthy anger look like. And it might include you writing the mantra down, it's safe for me to feel angry. Because if you did not feel as if it was safe for you to feel angry, that can create a whole backlash of of other problems. Or I trust myself to be angry. I yes. like that one. Yeah, I can trust myself to feel angry, uh, which means feeling angry is, is not the same thing as saying every nasty thing you've ever thought of, which we're actually, we're, we're talking about that. Like generally, um, we both know the power of our words and we uh, choose them wisely. Choose them pretty wisely, sometimes too wisely. Like, yeah. okay, we're tiptoeing around here. <laughs> Um, but anyway, just kind of back to the idea about maybe there's a cultural or societal story that it's not okay for you to be angry if you're a woman and it's not okay for you to be upset if you're a man. Mm. Maybe. That's not true. That's not a that's not a fact. That's simply a belief. So if that belief is something you're carrying around, is it heavy and are you ready to put it down and are you ready to reevaluate it? I think um, what you were saying is true as a whole of our culture. But for me personally, it's, um, I don't want to be angry when you, you're kind of calling me out before saying, you always say you're angry and I say, I'm not, mm-hmm. I think it's what I'm saying is I don't want to be, or I shouldn't be. Okay. So I think it's just another way for me to reframe. Or even, I don't really want to be upset about this, but for some reason this upset me yep. and being honest w- about that, um, with myself, I mean, with yourself and me is useful. Not <laughs> You'll figure it out your with own. your partner, right? Like if you're listening to this, you're like, I don't have kids, but oh my gosh, this is so pertinent to my relationship with my roommate or my partner yeah. or whatever, my parent. Um, I think that that can hopefully be really useful to you to be more honest about it. And it's okay to be angry. It's safe to feel angry. Uh, it's time for me to allow myself to feel angry so that we stop blocking the flow of energy in our life. Do you agree that every emotion is okay? Because kind of thinking it is it all serves some purpose yes to get your attention to get you to do something but not every expression of anger is okay so it's okay to punch a pillow it's not okay to punch your spouse right it's um okay to scream into a pillow it's not okay to scream into the face of your spouse unless perhaps you've agreed upon such a thing as a healthy exercise (laughs) of our anger let's yell at each other we used to wrestle yeah. I, we haven't done that for a while. Maybe we don't want to startle the kids. I would just get so mad at you. And then, yeah, it was silly. 
but it, it was a good healthy expression of our yeah, anger i think so <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like oh gosh don't talk about that no, your was, mom listens no, to the show i wasn't with that i was thinking about um the second or third time we went to germany yeah and we were trying to pack the car and we were just going back and forth each other and we just probably end up laughing i think i dropped the bags and said like, come on i, I don't know. <laughs> i remember what i said but i probably can't say it on here well i remember moving to deep freeze with you and i was like this is a recipe for divorce and we got divorced before we got married yeah we were like yeah. done with this don't move heavy things with an important person in your life we've gotten better at it though we've been moving some heavy things i think our emotional intelligence has evolved a bit yeah at the time divorce was to me like the worst thing ever like <laughs> like anyone that gets divorced like they gave up and they didn't try and now I don't think that believe that at all anymore. I think that everyone sometimes the needs to be happy, thing, and maybe yeah. that's the best thing for a family is to have divorce. But that's a whole uh, tangent a of whole another episode. Um, <laughs> and you can be angry if you hear that and you feel angry. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's healthy to feel that. Feel that all the way. What mm. are you making that mean? Mm. What are you making? <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate coaching question. Yeah. What am I making this mean? Yeah. All right, let's put a wrap before you say something else yeah. crazy that I'm going to have to coach people through. We appreciate you listening to the Lifted Life podcast. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could share it to a friend. You can text them. You can post on social media about how much you love it. Uh, those kind words keep us going, a bit of uh, fuel for the soul, um, or even leaving a review over on iTunes. We've been stuck on like 21 or something for a long time. So mm, maybe uh, you could create a video for how people can do that because I know we have a lot of willing participants, but it's okay. just a little tricky to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we would appreciate your help with that. All right. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week on the Lifted Life Podcast. Bye.